This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald. I'm Ramia Amadin, and this is Kelly and Ramia. time when you hang out with us for two hours we get into a lot of different things and we like to keep you posted on things going on around the country in different ways as well like right now we're going to get into a conversation um that we very much look forward to in fact we started looking forward to it last week <laughs> so let's talk about it the underground comedy railroad tour this is an initiative that aims to create opportunities and introduce the voices of black canadian comedians to not only other Canadians but to uh, people around the world and so every year a new lineup of comedians is selected for their hilarious and uniquely Canadian comedic perspectives on everything from race to everyday life I love the sound of that this year's tour began earlier um, on February 3rd it began in Toronto and we're here with co-founder Daniel Woodrow to find out more about it Daniel nice to have you on Hey, thanks for having me. It's nice Finally. to be here. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I heard that some people could hear my voice last time. <laughs> exactly. We had you. We just couldn't hear you. So what inspired um, the creation all the way back, the creation of this comedy tour? Um, actually, well, so it started in 2012. And, nice. And uh, my business partner, Rodney Ramsey, who I co-produced a tour with, uh, we were uh like there was a time we both had our own incidents uh, that led to this idea we were booked on a show with just like one other black person just randomly and we're like why doesn't this happen more often like Mm -hmm. it's actually weird that i've not really got booked with a lot of black people so the concept of the tour came from that kind of like as in the concept of raising more opportunities across canada Mm -hmm. for black comedians to start and also just um uh just have a new kind of show okay great Well, obviously, That's really interesting that you say that because I've been in that involvement with theater. Uh, I'm in London, Ontario, and I remember uh, one of a, a, one of the director producers in town wanted to put a show on, and he needed several black people. And we ran into the same thing going through the ranks of who in town was acting, who was in the community theater scene that was would be interested in doing a show that was black. And uh, so, as you say that, and you look around, you say, "Wow." I'm not used to this. So many, or people, the few of us coming out, uh, which was impressive and started something really cool. Yeah, and it's one of those things, the more you see people that look like you doing a thing, the more that yeah, you're like, absolutely. maybe give it a try, right? So, yeah, yeah, sir. yeah, representation. Um, let's take a listen to um, a bit of what this comedy tour will be like, and then we'll come back and chat with you. Good night, mate. <laughs> right? So I come up to her in like my least threatening voice. I'm just like, hi, may I help you? Great. What the hell is that? Why do you think I'm here? Oh, you like doing blackface, do you, Justin? Let's see how you like doing a whole month of blackface. (laughs) I went to Scotland. I've never seen so many broke white people in my life. Am I right? Am I, am I right? (laughs) Yeah! It's gonna get worse. Strip clubs have black lights all over the place. And so your counterfeit money starts glowing like, oh! Do not call audience members witches, Daniel. You do this every time. Oh, I love how it was like, it's gonna get worse. (laughs) 
did. <laughs> oh, that is awesome. Oh, my gosh. Okay, we're looking forward to this just based on that trailer. Okay, good That's here. amazing. That's amazing, Daniel. <laughs> I'm curious, listening to the trailer, and when we talked about the forming of this, going back and saying, hey, man, we, we need more. We need an outlet to get to get comics out there. I know as a disabled person, when I dabbled a bit in stand-up comedy years ago, the question comes, hey, how much are you going to involve your disability? How much do you feel you need to do that? How much do you need to be the person that's kind of outreaching and, and wh whether you're doing it to make an audience comfortable with you or because you think I'm that ambassador? How do you guys kind of at the comics feel about that this far in, in the sense of how much should be kind of due to, you know, culture? And sometimes just the stuff you you find funny and laugh at and observe. Um, is there more of a push just to put the best comedy you've got out there in the way you want to? Well, I think that the key thing is that we're comedians first. And then we talk about the things that interest us, right? And then we're, we're, we're Black second. So it's not necessarily like we're writing material that's specifically all Black just for this tour. Mm. It's just like we all have our unique perspectives. Um, even though our skin color is the same, we all come from different backgrounds. We're raised differently. So it's just about the, the variety and diversity of Blackness in Canada that is yes. more like where the jokes come from. So it's not like it's for everyone. It's not it's it's not like an all black event. What it is, it's no. an event black, highlighting and showcasing black performers for for uh, and 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 how diverse that black community of Canada is. Regardless, yeah. like you said, yeah, beautiful. Um, tell yeah, us about this year's tour. What are you excited about? How can people get involved? Who's being featured? Um, right. So you can go to the comedyrailroad.com website to get more information. Uh, this year. Uh, we're really excited. We did the Toronto show. We had really amazing shows. I'm really happy how that went. Where'd you guys uh, perform? At, at Comedy Bar. We did nice. two shows at Comedy Bar uh, in the main room, and they were amazing. And we uh, will be going to Halifax this weekend. Uh, we're doing shows there at this uh, venue called Pigford and Black. We're doing two shows. This is our second time in Halifax. We're really excited. Uh, you know, we're doing also Montreal, Ottawa, we're doing Vancouver, and we have a couple university shows in between. And uh, this this year, we um, last year we tried to tour with a little too many members. We went on tour with seven members, <laughs> which is very, very extreme. Good luck finding an Airbnb. <laughs> uh, exactly. <laughs> oh, it's about the accommodations. Okay. Yeah, yeah I forgot I don't own a bus. Yeah, so we trimmed it down a bit. We have like four members this year. Uh, that are the main tour members, myself, Rodney Ramsey, Keisha Brownie, and Tamara Siobhan. And then what we like to do is get local uh, openers to come uh -huh. and do these shows. Because a lot of times, maybe they don't have an opportunity to perform on the bigger stages. Like in Ottawa, we're at the National Arts Centre, which is a really prestigious venue. And, and mm -hmm. like not a lot of people get a chance to perform there. So yeah. that's something we like to oh, do no. as well. Keisha Brown yeah. is hilarious. I've seen her live like twice super funny it's, it's, what's actually hilarious is she just tried calling me about 30 seconds ago <laughs> i heard that, that. i heard the call she oh, called yeah, through yeah. that you're not disturbed that means she called twice it's important yeah. too bad you Take couldn't answer call, bring Daniel. her right on get her on here she is so oh, funny that's awesome okay i, I love this the, I, and i'm curious of highlights because you're going to so many different places the different feels but also just that getting those other acts up there too the, to join you guys any other highlights we should look forward to while you guys tour um well i'm i'm not sure i guess uh 
I guess um, we'll be doing a couple universities as well. We're at um, Fanshawe oh, yeah. University in London. All uh, right. John, John Abbott College in Montreal, as well as Dawson. So if you go to any of those, or maybe you could spread the word. I, I do believe the Fanshawe one in London is open to the public. Um, nice. But uh, so that'll be fun. That's always something we like to do every year. And uh, other than that, uh, on our Instagram, the uh, Comedy Railroad, we do post like tour clips and highlights and stuff like that. So if you want to see more behind the scenes views, we like to do that for people as well. Mm. So, Daniel, I'm sure that like every year you guys do this, the intention if not changes, feels a little different, right? Like the the thing that you went in hoping for last year may not be what it is that you're hoping for this year. And as you said, you're comics first, so you want to uh, get a full crowd and, and have people laugh and really engage with you. But what else? Like what else feels different for you around this tour versus last year? Uh, well, so far as the weather, uh, <laughs> when we went to Alpha. <laughs> Last year, it was on record some of the coldest days in right. history, uh, and that is a strange feeling. Uh, so, that uh, the weather has been a lot better. It's obviously a little bit difficult in the um, winter to tour across Canada, but uh, uh, on a different level, we're kind of going back to these places we haven't frequently visited, like Vancouver. This is our first time in several years bringing the tour, so we're really excited to like kind of go out there where something like there isn't quite as much uh blackness and like black culture that mm -hmm. is prevalent so i think this will be really exciting for people there and and as well for us yeah yeah i being a londoner i think it'll go off really well here too but i i hear you and every year it must be so interesting to look at the map and say hey where are we going to go and hopefully the only place you'll really deal with a lot of snow is halifax this weekend yeah, so and i'm praying i'm praying the snow's oh my done gosh. Yeah, hopefully they've moved enough it's so you can get in there and at least get an audience. Man. Yeah, just get an audience. And hopefully that's all you'll see, maybe a little uh, wetness in Vancouver. So when we look at the social justice part of it, how, how much is stand-up comedy important to it? I mean, I think it's very important because it's a lot, it, like, comedians are offered an opportunity to share their perspective in a way that isn't, like, being shoved down your throat. Like, humor right. is a really good way yeah. to spread information. Yes. Uh, so... Like for me as a comic, I'm not necessarily the kind of person that is like preachy, but it, it it's nice that you can bring up a point and say it in a funny way, and people might go home and go, "Yeah, that's true. I never really thought about that." So in in a way, we're in a good opportunity to raise good points without people being like, "Whoa, whoa, I don't want to talk about right. that." Right. So because you're not prefacing it like I'm trying to be informative here. You that's know, right. It's almost at the end I of the joke when you realize, oh, that was the topic. I really noticed that during the pandemic when it first started, people were really turning to like whatever comedy shows were yep. still open or just briefly after the pandemic, there was such a surge in comedy because I feel like people needed a debrief of what just happened. And comedians are a really good way, uh, a really good people to summarize really tragic things and make mm. them fun and digestible. Yeah, and, and allow you to laugh kind of and, and give yourself permission to laugh while saying, oh gosh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that was awful. Let's laugh about it. Yeah, um, there are a lot of comics, you know, big ones, getting a lot of heat for different things now. It's 2024. Um, is there anything you find to be difficult and challenging to be a stand-up comedian now to get yourself out there? Um, I guess it depends the type of comedian you are. Uh, for me, I I don't really say anything too, like, I think overly, the t overly offensive over mm. the top. I, I do like to push some buttons, but I think maybe... 
some people get offended for other people and don't really realize that you know sometimes when you relate to something or a topic like uh i guess the best way i could say it is maybe when i perform a black joke to an audience with a lot of white people they mm. feel offended uh yeah. i'm not yeah. i'm not exactly yeah. sure why they do but then when i remind them that uh, i'm making the joke it usually yeah. eases tension so right. sometimes like that people yeah. are a little used to being like oh i can't laugh at that at work that's it laugh at that yeah. here but yeah. for the most part i don't think it truly affects real well-written comedy yeah mm-hmm. or people mm-hmm. who are there with the intention of wanting to laugh anyway well exactly it's a challenge um, tell us real quick daniel just about each one how sum up each one of the performers that we will see at all these shows the four of you that are the main core what what would one say about each one of them when you're asked tell us about you guys and we got about a minute and a bit uh, I would say that everybody is individually as funny on stage as they're off stage. It's the best time of the year just traveling with them. Nice. Uh, I would consider nice. them all friends. Rodney Ramsey is like a, a parent of two, so he has a very unique perspective in his stand-up. Uh, Keisha Brownie, uh, she's more of our wild card. We never know what, what she's <laughs> going to say or do, and we love her for that. And Tamara Siobhan, she's worked a million jobs and done a million different things so her life story is very interesting and exciting to hear and uh i guess i'm the chill guy that has a weird childhood so you know we all uh, we we complete each other like uh power rangers or some sort of transformer (laughs) fantastic knock it out of the park yeah thank you so much for coming back on with us appreciate the convo all the best thanks for taking the time i appreciate that okay take care Thank you. Thank you. Daniel Woodruff is the co-founder of the Underground Railroad Comedy Tour, and this is on right now. Catch a location near you, because it sounds like a lot of fun. In the next hour of Kelly and Remia, we have our parenting chat with Lucia Belafonte and her special guest. Uh, We're talking about adults with disabilities, how we can continue to achieve our dreams. Plus, scientists are calling for Category 6 hurricanes, and Grant Hardy is going to talk more about that on our headline segment. But up next, White Cane Week is officially um, happening. It's February, so Mathieu Rochette, our community reporter in Montreal, Quebec, is going to talk to us more about that. We will be right back. Keep it here for more of Kelly and Ramya on AMI-tv. I'm Margaret Shepard of the AMI podcast, Tripping On Air. Every month, my co-host Alex Hajar and I spill the tea on what it's really like to live with MS. Watch Tripping on Air on YouTube or download wherever you get your pods. 